I love thought-provoking quotes on hoodies, the smell of fried onions, Rachel Maddow, and wine. Most of all, I love being Kayla's mom. In other words, I'm about that mom life. Hey family, I'm your host, Rashida Lee, and you're listening to About That Mom Life. I wanted to come on here to talk about the seemingly sudden passing of Chadwick Boseman. For those who may or may not know, uh, Chadwick Boseman um, was a, a actor, uh, African-American actor, uh, who's 43 years old. And he was widely known for his, his role as the king of Wakanda, King T'Challa in the Black Panther movie. He was also in the Avengers movies um, he's known for his previous roles as, um, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, uh, Jackie Robinson. And the last film that he did, um, was a role that he played as, um, as a Vietnam casualty, uh, in the movie, The Five Bloods, um, directed by Spike Lee. Chadwick Boseman died um, this past week on August 28th. Um, it's also the same day that National Action Network had their march, their um, march on Washington um, in remembrance of uh, the civil rights march on Washington led by Martin Luther King and us uh, 57 years ago. Chadwick Boseman um, unfortunately was diagnosed with uh, colon cancer uh, four years ago and thro- throughout his uh, career um, after being diagnosed continued to uh, work and getting treatments in between um, shoots and and doing films. Um, So the other the other part of that is that he he kept his illness uh, a secret. So even those who were close to him um, were not aware that he actually was very, very sick. I wanted to do an episode on Chadwick Bozeman because once I told my daughter that he had passed away I was taken aback by how profoundly sad she was and how hearing about his passing um, strongly affected her I immediately took to social media to see exactly what was happening. Like, what were people saying? How were people feeling? And um, it was like it was like image after image. You would see kids um, 
just responding, just being so, so sad and putting out their, their action figures. And there's definitely this one image of the little boy who had his arms crossed um, in the Wakanda forever uh, pose just with tears in his eyes. And it was just so moving and so touching. And it's, it's like, I realized that the, the children, um, the kids like understood, just understood that there was something very, very powerful in knowing that there was a superhero that existed in their likeness. Like just having a black superhero was just something that um, no one's ever seen before. Over the weekend, ABC um, featured the Black Panther movie. Um, and then following the movie, uh, there was a beautiful tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Uh, Kayla and I both watched um, the movie and we watched the tribute. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought she was so, uh, strong to just sit through that. Um, there were parts of the movie that she just couldn't, she just couldn't watch, um, because she felt so sad, um, uh, about his loss and then seeing him, seeing his image on the screen, it was very, very hard. It was very hard um, because you just realize it's such a loss. Like we, we lost a real one. And it's crazy because I didn't know a lot of the things that I found out during the tribute. And the tribute was such a beautiful, it was such a beautiful thing to watch because you got to see the things that he didn't bring attention to. And knowing that he was helping children um, all while he was battling cancer. He was helping children who were battling cancer as well. I felt it was important for Kayla and I to actually watch that like watch the tribute to see someone's body of work, what they choose to put their energy towards. I felt it was important for Kayla to, to see, to bear witness to someone giving in such a way that it is undeniable what the intent is. Because it shows that Chadwick Boseman wasn't looking for a reward to be noticed, to be seen. In keeping his illness a secret, he was able to actually put the work in and to help those who felt alone, who felt that they were going through something that no one could truly understand. And with his knowing, all of that energy can be put towards 
helping to heal someone, helping to give someone that kind of hope. I remember having a discussion with my friend. Um, this is a few days before the march in Washington. And he and I ended up meeting out there, which was pretty awesome. And I'll go into details about the march on Washington and my experience um, um, in the next episode. But um, this friend and I had a discussion about uh, Chadwick's uh, last film that he did, The Five Bloods, um, with Spike Lee. And it was interesting because I... (laughs) He and I had this debate, um, and it was a friendly debate, but he and I had this debate about whether or not uh, Bozeman was the best choice for the um, character uh, that had had died. I don't want to give the movie away, um, but in the movie, Chadwick Boseman plays this this casualty of war in Vietnam, and he had a bond with four other um, soldiers, and he had passed away, and years later, um, those four um, of the Five Bloods wanted to um, go back to Vietnam to retrieve um, his body and bring him back home. Um, but what's interesting is that uh, there are several uh, scenes where one of the main characters of the Five Bloods is having sort of like this illusion where he's see he's having a conversation with the character that Chadwick Boseman is playing, and my friend's argument is that the way in which Chadwick Boseman played that character, he felt that he wasn't the right person, that he couldn't quite convey exactly the type of emotion that was needed. Um, to to pull it off. My argument was that, on the contrary, um, Chadwick Boseman had a certain element or range that he was able to portray um, that I just couldn't see another actor doing. There was a certain look. There was a certain look in his eyes. There was a certain earnestness in his eyes a knowing that I felt you just couldn't fake like that like it literally felt like he embodied like like the spirit of a person who passed like it was so bizarre to see that look and it's just such a calm and sort of like actualized look and like if you could have uh, if, if actualization could be a look that that literally is it, like he was it. And I stand by that. If anything, knowing what we know now about his contribution to um, the St. Jude Hospital, it, it confirms for me um, that he, he, was experiencing something um, 
that that we couldn't really understand right and and that sort of manifested in how he brought it to the table how he brought it into his acting so in actuality if you think about the role that he had to play in, in the five bloods it embodied how a person could bring their humanity their mortality and humility to a role in such a way where in such a way that an actor who isn't fighting a potentially fatal illness could not right now i'm in no way saying that <laughs> the role that he played in uh five bloods is the reason why um children uh across america are upset and sad um first of all five bloods is an r-rated film i believe and um as much as i love uh spike lee's movies it felt very uh quentin tarantino i'll just leave it at that um i did enjoy the movie but it was very quentin tarantino the the level of like gore and violence and everything um i mean having said that uh i think one of the reasons um why it touched my daughter so much is because of what i said earlier in regards to children never really seeing um their likeness um in their superheroes and you know when you think about it i mean it would seem like a weird it would seem like a completely different planet if you tried to envision um a white kid not knowing what it looks like to have uh, a superhero in his likeness um like that is just it just feels like a completely different planet um but that is the world that we sort of lived in um up until uh now right where children had an image um not just a, a fictitious like image of a superhero who definitely is you know a fictional character but uh a image in their likeness that resembled hope it was what um T'Challa, King T'Challa, came to learn about his role as king, right? The story um, of the of of Wakanda becoming a giving nation, right? Becoming um, uh, a nation that actually wants to. Oh, they came around to it, right? It wasn't that wasn't exactly how T'Challa felt in the beginning. Um, in the beginning, he was just like, this is, I'm not the king, you know, of the world. I'm, I'm the king of Wakanda. Okay. So, but he came around to understanding that it was, it was bigger than just him and his country and his, and his kingdom. And he thought about the possibilities of expanding and extending help to others and to see that um be the hope and sort of see that as the aspiration 
of a superhero where you get to see his transformation um, and becoming more loving and accepting. Like that's just something that I think is just so beautiful, right? It's not just about, you know, getting the bad guy. And it's more, it's also more, it's more about like, how do I, you know, keep my integrity intact while giving, you know, to those who need it? I think that that was just such a powerful thing for young black kids to see. And I, I feel as though children, whether it's subconscious or they are completely aware of it, um, I think they understood that that is what T'Challa meant. And it was a sense of pride, right? And you can't forget like the, <laughs> the culture, the culture, black culture is ingrained in that. Like there's a scene where um, T'Challa is coming aboard um, uh, Shuri's lab, right? And Shuri's just, she's the bomb, his sister. And this is where they meet and they're, they're greeting each other. So we see, we, right, as black folk and people of color, um, see for the first time on screen the way a brother and sister greet one another. Um, and before they do, I think it's after or before, they do the Wakanda sort of like salute. They, um, do a, they give each other a pound. Like that, that was real. Like that felt so real and it was, it was so true to the culture and it just gave you a sense of like connection to these fictional characters that just made it so much bigger than just Wakanda. Um, so it's, it, it makes sense that, that children would feel a sense of loss to know that the person that played their superhero not only was he like just this superhero and then to find out that he was actually a good person, it just feels like such a huge loss. And I just wanted to, um, to, uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that and, and bring attention to the idea of, um, not necessarily glorifying, but we have to acknowledge those who make those who have a positive effect on our children um, and on our community um, and on the culture. And it's unfortunate that he passed um, away without people sort of giving back to him and sort of, we, we, there was never a moment where we had the opportunity as I guess a, uh, as a community to, to sort of say thank you. Um, he might have gotten it, you know, along, you know, those press tours where they're, you know, um, promoting the movies and stuff like that. But um, I just wish we did have that time to to say thank you because he, he did definitely uh, contribute to um, the culture. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, I do intend on making an episode, um, as I said, about my experience um, um, at the March on Washington. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to About That Mom Life. Take care, y'all.